0: Hello and welcome to, I Spit on Your Grades, the hundredth episode. Woo! Indeed, woo. Can I go? <laughs> That's the level of excitement we need for this, this episode. Woo! 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 Party! It's not haunted, the episode. It's... What? <sighs> you sound... I sound haunted! You, you, oh, right. you didn't... Oh, didn't... That was not a whoop, that was a... That was a hey, whoop. we did a hundred episodes. Whoop. Ghost, no. Stop trying to
1: stifle my dream of being a specter. I
0: know, you are a spectacle. The voice of the ghost you can hear is, as always, Faye. Boo. Boo to you. And, because it's a special episode, we're all in the same room. Mercer, how whoop. are you? whoop. whoop. Hello.
2: Good is the answer to the question, how am I?
0: Good. We got there Good. in the end. I realised I should have introduced you and then asked yes. how you were, but it's too late now. Can't go back.
2: There's literally no way we could change what's just happened. No. We don't.
0: No. Like starting the, the recording
1: again. There's absolutely no way we nope. could do that. Possible. No.
0: This should be a, this needs to be just a one off. This isn't scream. Pro, our Scream Invested Prime Scream Investigation. Um, we're not having 18 st- 18 goes at start in the for, pod.
1: For some reason, I thought you were talking about Scream when we went to see Scream, and you booked the wrong day. And I'm like, Are we recording on the <laughs> wrong day?
0: Yeah, this is, we haven't got a nice, friendly member of staff to let us record. Honestly, it was so embarrassing. Stood there with my nachos. I just wanted to sit down with my nachos. <laughs> I think it, I think it's more the fact that. No, no, I don't. I'm not an argumentative man, and I don't like to get in the conversation. But the one time I got, one time I got slightly bullshit with a couple sitting in our seats, it does happen to be the one time that I'm in the wrong. Yeah. Only <laughs>
2: time ever. I just felt like it was just embarrassing because I had hot dogs shoved up my sleeves and everything.
0: Shit. <laughs> 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 You're allowed to take them in. I'm not sure why you were smuggling them in. <laughs> because it feels naughty.
2: Oh, I've been rumbled. <laughs>
0: somebody in the water! Something in the water! Yeah. Right, we don't mess it okay? Faye, how are you? I'm, well? I'm not
1: so bad, thank you very much. Looking forward to that sweet, sweet three days off for Easter.
0: That we'll have just had by the time this... Yes,
1: I'll be back at work by the time this is released and trudging away, getting screamed at for somebody not having a toaster or something, I don't know.
0: It is what Easter's all about.
1: I'm not telling you where I work, obviously... <laughs> You did duck that yourself.
0: <laughs> yeah. What have we been watching in Mercer? You watched loads of absolute garbage. What have you been watching this
2: week? You've just caught me unawares. Um, I've watched... Gosh. It's been so long since it's been last recorded <laughs> that I have watched a plethora of um, Amazon films. Um, Living the Amazon Prime <clears throat> dream, as you do. Well, what have I watched, though? <coughs>
0: Who knows? This is, um, so, this is exciting.
1: <laughs> this, may, watched... this
2: may be good for the build-up you're, you're producing here. Oh, God, I've watched loads. But I'm, I'm, I'm just going to say a couple of highlights, uh, with the biggest highlight being um, non-horror-related S Club scene double, um, which I watched <laughs> and I loved. And it is quite scary because... There's a racist in it. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I also watched Sid Maud, which I absolutely oh. adored. Mm-hmm. Um, that final. <laughs> sh- that rhymes! Oh, yeah. It does. It does. That final shot in said Maud, I was just like, fuck, yeah. Incredible. Yes. And that is from New Filey, eh? where um, I famously had my Hindu. Yeah, and the lead is incredible. Like. Oh, yeah, She's she is. She's so good. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll always know what you did last summer. Is that the Jack Black?
0: That's, inappropriate, inappropriate, no, that's the third one. third one?
2: Fourth one? No, that is the third one. The the one that destroyed the franchise when they made um, the Fisherman a spirit. Yes, oh, I vaguely remember, remember.
0: I think I've seen I don't think that. I've seen this at
2: all. And because I hated myself for watching that, I then watched I Still Know What You Did Last Summer.
1: I d- do you know what? I, I This is an unpopular opinion, but I, I do not get the rage for I Know What You Did Last Summer. At all, the first... when when we rewatched it for the pod, I preferred it to the first time I'd watched it. But uh, as far as franchises go, I think it's pretty weak. The first
0: it's... first one's perfectly serviceable. It's no, it's good. I enjoyed the first one. The second one is just it's it's It's, it's absolutely nothing. And that scene where she does karaoke, when she's doing, I will survive. Don't know the words, and it's like, who, firstly, who doesn't know the words that I will survive? Also, can you not read?
2: Yeah, because she didn't have a problem when it come up with. Um, I know what you did last summer. Or, I still know what you did. Also, the timeline in that film is ridiculous because her gravestone says 1998 when she sees that she's going to die. Mm. But I know what you did last summer happened in 1997, which meant it was a year later. Yeah, 1998, and I think this is like a year, a year or two years later. Yeah. So, like, what's going on? Like, someone doesn't understand the concept of time. Um, it's such a bad film. Everyone phones in the performances except for brande and I'm not a massive fan brand of brande. brande But I think she's the oh, she's, she's the leading lady in that. Yeah, um, yeah. And then um, just lastly, um, I watched today. Titan today. Titan, 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 yeah, Titan. Yeah, French it up. I did realise <laughs> it's <laughs> not. <laughs> It's not the kind of film that you watch on a train. No. Um, <laughs> so there was a lot of me, like, turning my phone screen around so that the person next to me wasn't just seeing breast flapping everywhere. Oh. See, I had to do that um, when I watched *Midsummer* on a
1: Train, and it got to the bit in the uh, where Christian goes and does the...
2: Yeah, does the deed.
1: Does the deed, and I hired to shield that because there were a lot of things out.
2: Yeah, there are a lot of overseas. things out. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I work not really a massive fan. Anyway, I've had a very eclectic viewing um, experience. I mean, aside from what we've watched, I I haven't actually watched that much
0: recently. <laughs> aside from the things I've watched, I've not watched much.
1: <laughs> Sorry, let me clarify that. Aside from the films we watched for the pod, I don't think I've really.
0: That's because you're on the eight thousand. Go through the office.
1: It's a com- It's a comfort show. I like watching it. It just gets me through the day. We did go to see Morbius. Have we talked? we t- talked about no, this already? No, we've, we've
0: not talked about Morbius. We it. went
1: to see Morbius, which is a fantastic film from two thousand and three. Not so much two
0: thousand and twenty two. No, it is very much as you say it, or as that the tweet said, it is the best vampire film of two thousand and three, and it is very much Marvel movies. And obviously it's part of Sony developing it, so it's not really under the actual Marvel umbrella. But Marvel have changed the game so much and what to expect yeah. from your comic book adaptation. That, And to be fair, I'm not sure how they got it so... I mean, let's be straight, though. It's not as awful as everyone no, it says it. No, it perfectly, It's perfectly okay.
1: I, I do find these days it is very hard to watch Jared Leto because you know that, obviously, he's like a cult leader <laughs> And you tend to, he is, he's got a cult in everything, it's mental. Um, and you you find out all these stories about how method he goes in his roles to the point where when he was in Morbius, he apparently was walking around on crutches constantly and having people call him yeah. Morbius somewhere. It's like, fuck off, dude. Uh, fuck off. I mean, and it just makes him unwatchable sometimes. I
0: mean, I know obviously when, when Sony have done Spider-Man, they've had Marvel with their complete hand on the tiller, pretty much saying, look, just do this. Mm. But they managed to do two Venom films, which are really good. Yeah. So <clears throat> I'm not sure how they dropped the ball quite so much on Morbius. But yeah, it's, I'll say it's okay. It's, yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, what, I'm i not going to bother checking it out again. But...
1: Anyway, we, we've lost Mercer during
2: this conversation.
1: Because <laughs> we were talking Marvel.
2: Yes, I am so sorry. Okay. I did just like how everything that you just said... <laughs> That's
0: fine. It's fine. Anything else you watch was that it are we just is that what we're gonna comment on? That's fine if it is.
1: The only other thing we watched Bar Morbius was when we watched Legion of Fire, Killer Ants, which has um Chrissy from Christy Masters from Romeo and Michelle's High School reunion in it. That's about as much as I can so, tell you about that film. I
0: can't properly remember there you you go yeah so we've not got a great uh, no we've not got a great deal more to talk about in the film watching side of things and that's absolutely fine we should move on to what we're doing for this episode switching it up a little bit normally you've heard us defend the films that we love for our various categories however for our 100 special we have decided to see if we can defend the absolutely indefensible, and we have taken three random picks from the top fifty worst horror films on Rotten Tomato. Not
1: so much random. We have taken our wins and picked the pick the film according to how many wins we've had.
0: No, no, we didn't. Did we not? No, I lit. I literally just used random. We usually use a random number generator. We always use.
1: Oh my and... god! Are you see, you have to hang on, hang on. So I've I've come into this recording under false pretences then, because <laughs> I was led to believe that it was based on how many wins I had. Are you telling me I didn't have to watch this fucking film? Well, you would have I, could to... have, I could have picked another. No, you could have picked another. No, because you
0: still pick, you still had you still got generated. A random number. I'm been because, because you had the th- because you had the number the most wins, I also let you pick first out the the three uh the three random picks. So I also a randomly.
1: You gave me oh yeah, I remember now because you gave me a number. Yes. Yeah, I remember now. Down. I
0: love. See, we're showing the same level of professionalism. 100%. Mercer's zoned out. Mercer's got the of the day. Faye has no idea what's going on.
1: No one said this was a professional operation.
0: I'm the only, I'm the only one holding this thing together. You wish. <laughs> anyway, yes, yeah, so three random films from the Rotten Tomatoes, 50 worst horrors of all time, that we're going to have a chat and see if we can pick anything that is, is nope. positive out of them. Nope. <laughs> Quite likely not. This will be, I imagine, slightly different because... I don't expect any one of us to spend fifteen minutes spiegeling about why why they love why they love this film. I think mean, this will be far more of a round table open discussion on our our films. But that being as it is, we will crack on and chat about them. And we'll go in chronological order if no one has any issues with it. No? Good with that? Seems the easiest way to do things. Mercer. Why do you not through all the audience, with what you pick. For those who haven't been on Twitter, because I realise I've actually shown everyone the films we picked that are on Twitter. Because, I, know not e- I know not everyone follows us who listens to the pod.
1: Misery is best shared.
0: So, Misery's going to reveal it again. It's been that long ago since I put the original tweet out. I imagine many people have forgotten what films are actually covering.
2: They may. They may have forgotten, or they may have been misled, like I was when I was given my film, for I was... Initially told by a certain Mrs. Ellis that I was doing Joe's 2. I thought it was. And I was super excited because Joe's 2 is my favourite Joe's film. And I genuinely thought I have looked out here.
1: So when when you put out that you've got Jaws 2, we were like, well, Mercer's got this in the bag. And then when we realised my mistake,
2: oh did we laugh? I didn't realise the mistake until I saw the tweet that Chris put out with Joe's (laughs) The Fucking Revenge as my choice. So, yes, the film I am lovingly discussing today is 1987's um, Joseph Sargent's Joe's The Revenge, set after Joe's 3D. I mean, at least it's not Joe's 3D. That could have been worse. Um, I don't know. It's basically... Um, Ellen Broder and the Brody clan are back, um, and she's convinced after her son Sean is killed by a shark that there's a shark with a vendetta against the family that is out to kill them all. How would it? Um, and it's even gonna it even follows the them to Bermuda, and um, she also has an inexplicable. Psychic connection to said shark oh, okay. one moment
0: and then she does it the next, and she clearly wants to fuck her own so... <laughs> Incess shark. Incess shark, indeed. To be fair, the, the actual <laughs> description for the film on IMDb and on Amazon says Jaws, Jaws, the revenge. This time it's personal. <laughs> <laughs> No, it isn't.
1: How would you ever, How would you know that? How would a shark even target you? I mean, it's got. I mean, she, they go to the Bahamas at one point. That fucking shark's
2: got to have swam pretty far. It does, and it genuinely is out to get the Brody family, and you know. I don't know which shark it is. I don't know whether that's it's the child of one of see, the
0: previous sharks. Or... That's that's what I'm that's what I'm thinking because you don't know. Obviously, have they killed the wrong shark previously, oh. and it's just been there plotting away, and it's a reveal yeah. that they've killed the wrong shark. Is it Mrs. Jaws who's seen her husband brutally? <laughs> Mrs. Bruce. Mrs. Bruce. Mrs. Bruce, who's seen her husband brutally slaughtered when he's just around doing his thing that he's supposed to be. Dude, imagine if you rocked up the work and someone just killed you while you're fucking sitting there processing.
1: It was that shark's last day before retirement.
2: <laughs> it could have been the son of the shark. Who watched, son of shark. Son of shark who watched him get killed and then went on to create lots of um, shark traps underwater. Like they saw, uh, like maybe that's where Spiral maybe the Book of Jigsaw got its uh, premise from. Yeah. It could be a lot of things. One thing, it's not. It's good. Yes, <laughs> thank you. Thank you for finishing off my sentence. Fair. No, it's. It starts off actually when it first starts off. It does start off seeming like it might be quite cool because <laughs> we've got like <laughs> the ominous music and the the <clears throat> camera gliding over the water. And you're like, yeah, this is a shark <laughs> film. I think we see the shark maybe like four or five times.
0: Yeah, see, I think I think it loses it pretty quickly because it goes, as you say, they, they decided to do that kind of shot through the water. But then rather than just have it just pan around, or just a shark just swimming, swimming around as they do, it keeps poking its head out of the water. Keeps, <laughs> so there is literally something in the water. What a secret. That's what I think. Mean. I was like, do do they hunt water? that?
2: Do they swim along and to just point that and I look around and go back under? Uh, Maybe it's like on my neck. And that'd be quite dirty, that water near, like, leech yeah. and stuff. So, yeah, he's got to pop his head out and have a look for Sean. I don't know why he has to look for Sean Brody, because Sean Brody only has one vocal level in this film, which is shout
1: Oh, why is he shouting at her all the time? He just shouts. Yeah.
2: That's all he does, he does. throughout the entire film. <laughs> in <If, laughs> I, I think he's quieter when he's getting killed.
1: That's that scene where they're in the kitchen and he's cooking and he's shouting through to her. She's literally like, "Where you are to me right now?" And he's screaming at her, "Hey,
2: ma! all right, mate, she's fucking there." Hey, Ma, put hey, ma! <laughs> tomatoes. And that fish that they're cooking. Oh, how stuck to the pan is that? You can see them both like desperately trying to get underneath <laughs> it. I'm a good cook, you know. Um, yeah, it's it's terrible. That is terrible. Mm. Anyway, he gets killed. Um, and, Psycho. like, a professional police officer, after he has his arm ripped off, which is clearly, like, he's not even doing it behind his back, it's clearly just down his side. And yeah. he just put a. Like, his coat suddenly gets massive. Um, <laughs> it does. He's just suddenly got this massive, like, off, like, this fitting jacket that he'll wear and it becomes, like, oversized.
0: <laughs> Uh, Mike. <laughs> originally, okay. originally they just had his his actual son doing it, so they just pan they pan away, and then you come back, and it was just his kid <laughs> into just a massive <laughs> massive allerack. <laughs> but um, yeah,
2: he gets killed. Oh no, he gets he gets his arm ripped off, and like a professional, still killed by the way, you know, like a professional policeman or whatever he is, water guard, whatever they are. Yeah, instead of going sheriff, to whether? his radio. To call for help, he just slays there going, Help me, help me while there's a festival going on in the back. Have you realised there's always a bloody carnival or festival when these things are happening? Yeah, I mean you don't go to carnivals. Yeah.
1: Because you're gonna either get killed by someone in a raincoat. It's carnivals by the sea. When you got some like oh Lost Boys, Us, Joe's the Revenge. I still
2: know what he did last summer. Carnivals by the Sea. And then don't go to one so he gets eaten by this shark, right? Yeah. And then she goes to identify his buddy. Wow. Well. And it's kind of normal, looking from from what I can see. Well, I mean, to be honest, it's,
1: there'd be a lot of blood involved, but it might have just sank its teeth in and gone, you're not Mrs. Broder,
2: and spat it uh, out. Yeah, because it's just a revenge mm. killing, isn't it? It's not hungry. Yeah. It's just, you know. It's probably like a chimichanga already from <laughs> Carnival. <laughs> mm, i a Mexican on his (laughs) way. Um, Cultured shark. (laughs) But yeah. (laughs) Anyway, guys, and then we learn that Michael um, lives in Bermuda and he he works underwater studying large snails or conks. This is the son she wants to fuck. This is the son that she probably has fucked. Yeah. Um, because they get, they do get very, like, intimate. Like, I don't really get, like, I've got a parent and I don't think I've ever, like, put my face, like, that no. close to my mother's face.
0: It's the, it's the scene when he goes back after his brother's been killed and his mum's outside. When he goes back to begin with and all the fa- all the friends are there and she's just standing outside watching the waves crash. And he goes up to her and she turns her head and plunges her head into his chest. Yeah. Which um, is really, really odd.
1: I would just like to draw your attention to my notes for a second, because the last point I made before this was that accent sounds racist. Of course, I'm talking about his friends. It sounds like a really amplified accent. But then you'll just notice I've got incesty all across the page. Because <laughs> that was the last notes I made on this film. I yeah. remember it, but that was the last need And he
2: gets, he gets like... Really jealous over his mum's developing yeah. friendship with the funding Michael Caine performance. Yep. I don't even. This film, so one thing I put about this film is it actually feels like just a family drama. Mm. And then occasionally, like this, they, they go, oh fuck yeah, we've got a shark to reintroduce to it. Yeah. I think like two people die in the film. That's
1: it. Yeah. Um, yeah, because I mean, at the end, they don't even die. No.
0: Um. maybe they only have the shark short term <laughs> maybe it's like maybe it's like they, they go oh we can't really afford a shark we can have it when we can have it Wednesday morning and only shark, got time
1: like, I'm, I'm really sorry I've got another job yeah, I
0: then they only got time to do two killings and to go right fuck we got to wrap a story around this I, it, it
2: almost feels like when they wrote the script, they just went right. We got this, left this, left, and then everything else they've done is just like, what? What do we do in a film? Like, let's just send them to a carnival.
0: It's like they've in like, what's the the space one? Light is Jaws in space. Life with Jake Gyllenhaal yeah. and Ryan, Ryan Reynolds. Yeah, that was supposed to be. Or oh, which one? There's one that's part of the J.J. Abrams. Cloverfield, Cloverfield, the Cloverfield paradox. Oh, the yeah, space, yeah. Sorry, not that one. The Cloverfield paradox is a space one, isn't yeah. it? That originally, apparently, is not a Cloverfield film. It is just a film that they then got hold of and went, "Hang on, we can work Cloverfield into this." Yeah. Bizarre. Um, I'll tell you
2: what else is bizarre about this film. Um, everything. Yep. they one, it, it's got. Off and I don't know if it's just me, it feels like there's so much forced fun, so much fake <clears throat> laughter yeah. that it makes you feel cringier. Yeah. And then we have this probably another, two of the most awkward moments in my life have happened during this film. And it's just after Ellen um, psychically connects with the shark while it's attacking Michael. Right. And then she shakes it off and she literally shakes it off and starts dancing at this oh. carnival. And then Michael Caine... K- Michael Caine K- is on Michael crazy? Kane Michael K- joins in. And it's the cringiest dance sequence I've ever seen in my life. I wanted to vomit. Their
1: whole interaction Bang is cringy. Hang on.
2: Then it gets worse because eventually they kiss. <laughs> and it's no. the most awkward... I know! Like, it, it, it looks like, um... Like a... What are they called? And, like, lip or things. You know, like, whelks. Things that like, just suck on you. <laughs> Like a leech. Yeah, or like a plunger. He's like a plunger unblocking a toilet. Like she's the toilet and he's the plunger. It's freaking vile.
0: It's one of the uh, one of the odd wedding vows. Yeah. <laughs> I am I am your plunger. You are my toilet. It's don't take my
2: I'm going to steal that. Um, um, it's pretty terrible. Yeah, and then Ellen. My God. I know we're just... I'm just running through this, right? Yeah, fair enough. Go for it. you know, after um, Ellen finds out the shark exists because it attacks um the little girl. Yeah. Thea. The granddaughter. The granddaughter the grand yeah Thea. Ellen goes, no, screw this. And we get on a boat with no plan, no weapons, no nothing. Drive out and find this shark. Yeah? Mm-hmm. Who then attacks her, and then she gets really confused <laughs> and upset by the attack. It's like, well, what was your actual plan? Yeah, what were you expecting? You were just going to stand there, and he's going to, like, pop his head up at you, to be like, no. No, bad that's Naughty shot. shot. Bang it on nose. Yeah. He's parallel. Go home. Yeah. Um, and then, like, she's literally only gone for, like, five seconds in this boat. Yeah. Even in a helicopter... They can't find her for ages. And he does, he does make a point of going, it's a big ocean out there. It's like, yeah, but, you know, she's only just set off. There's a <laughs> yeah. bit as well where
1: they the, in the helicopter where... They see another boat, and they manage to have a full-on conversation with this boat. Well, not full-on conversation, but they do have some sort of interaction, even though you would not be able to hear them from a helicopter. There's a
2: boat scene where they're yeah. in the boat, and Michael Caine's in the boat, and with the, the boat worst engines running. Yeah, the worst dream screen ever. Each other and yeah. you're just like how? How are you doing? This? Exactly, you know. How? And anyway, they find her. They find shark. Um, and then. They have a really unexciting climax yeah. where Mario Van Peebles gets dragged underwater. Michael Caine somehow manages to survive his shark attack, and his is plane sinking yeah longer. Um, Mario Van Peebles doesn't. Even, Mario Van Peoples do not even die.
1: No one. Di- that's what I'm saying. No, no one, one dies. dies. No
2: one dies uh, except for the shark. Who just explodes because of some weird this Mario Van Peoples all sudden is a bomb expert, apparently. Yeah. Who knows um how to make supersonic sound wave bombs. <laughs> I don't know why. Do you know what's interesting as well, apparently? Mario Van Peoples actually wrote his own part. Did it? Yeah. Oh my gosh. So like that's why he's such a superhero. That's probably why he didn't die. I bet, I bet, he's like, you know... How would you get in on writing in your own part? By being Mario Van Peebles. Okay. Being the
0: only reason, yeah, being the reason the film got made, yeah, I imagine. He's
2: probably, like, one of the biggest names in the film. I mean, I don't really know who he is, but I know his name because he's Mario Van Peebles. And I hope I'm saying his name right. I, I hope yeah,
0: obviously not Mario are... Van Peebles. No, it's double E, isn't it? So I think it's... I'm assuming um, it's Peebles.
2: This film... A shark kills someone, and then it hunts a family, and then family kills shark, and then they all live happy ever after. Um, and that's it. Yeah. And I honestly, re- I'm not going to lie to you guys, I really, really, really struggled to find any redeeming features about this film at all. I found more redeeming features on yours than I did on my own. Well, we'll get to that. Also, just one point. Because this is quite sad. Because I, I, I'm going the film. But do you know the the little girl? Yeah. Uh, Judith Barsa. Do you know she was murdered by her father like a year after oh, this no. film, when she was like ten years old. Aww. Um He threatened her when she went off to make this film. Her and his mother, uh, and her mother. But yeah. That's so awful. So the film's terrible, and I feel bad for it being terrible. And it's got, a tragedy, attached it's got it. a <laughs> tragedy attached to it. Such a horrible tragedy attached to it.
1: You've just brought up. You've just reminded me, and I am going to say something about it because I think it does need to be said. We did watch a film after the Thingy one, after the Ants one. Um, for bad film. We Club. watched The Hoodman. The Hoodman, and it actually shows a photo of Sarah Payne in there. The murdered little girl. There's yeah. Payne. They're
0: basically basically, isn't it? It's film based around this urban legend, and there's a scene where the father of one of the missing children has been investigating it, and he has. Missing child posters, absolutely every, as you would do, spread out all the investigation stuff, and one of the po- one of the pictures is Sarah Payne on all the missing posters.
2: How have they got away with that? Because that's how do you remember wrong turn six when no. it got banned? Wrong turn six got banned because there's a, a like they got there's a board with loads of missing posters on. Yeah. And they've got some real missing people on there. And the families of the missing people are like yeah, exploiting our misery. Well
1: so, straight away me and Lauren got on Twitter. As the film was going, because we did deliberate whether even to carry on with it, didn't we? We were like, should we stop this? Um, <clears throat> and a few people have mentioned it, but not a lot. That somebody said in the comments that apparently they thought they recognised other pictures in there as well as being real life cases.
2: Can but... I just ask you an honest question, fair? Are you are you doing this just so we don't have to talk about your film?
1: <laughs> no,
2: we will talk about my film still. <laughs> But yeah, sorry. Uh, just bring that up. Which just reminded me. Oh, just to finish on Joe's The Revenge, please vote for it. <laughs> <laughs> to be honest, I think people are still going to think it's Joe's too,
1: and you're just going to win by error because they're going to they're going to think it's that.
0: Yeah, I need uh, I need an extremely longer. Bracket on the Twitter poll, just to make, to make it clear
2: it's not one of the good ones. This is not
0: Jaws 2.
2: <laughs> is it me next?
0: Is indeed you sake. next. We're going in date order, so
1: right, I mean, it'll be I'm, you. I'm not going to lie, this is a ridiculously forgettable film, so I'm going to read the blurb a bit from IMDb, because I cannot articulate my thoughts on the plot. So I... Was forced to watch. 2005's Alone in the Dark. Now, I thought I'd seen this film before. I hadn't. Um, The poster is ridiculously misleading. In that it looks like it might be some sort of ghost film or something. I thought, oh, well, it's pretty cool artwork. And then I found out it was Yuval. And lost all hope. The plot is, according to IMDb... Investigating a supernatural force, Edward Carnby finds himself on the toughest case of his career with an archaeologist helping him fake archaeologist, helping him to trace his findings back through time for centuries. The mystery only gets more complicated the further they delve into it. They're basically sleeper agents for this alien monster life
0: force thing. <laughs> I, I'm not sure what the purpose of you, them is. You, you know we're after- we're off to a bad start when there's about 18 pages of text exposition before we even get into the film. And do you know why that is?
2: Because after test screenings, everyone went, I don't understand what this film is. So he had to do that entire blurb at the start to explain what was going <laughs> well, on. Well,
1: I asked initially, because it's based on a video game, isn't it? Yes. So I asked initially, is that what comes up in the game? So you get that as like an instruction before you start playing and you said, no, the concept was actually quite simple.
0: In the game, yeah. They, from what I remember, I say is an old. Came out a while ago, so I can't top my head.
2: I, I I I don't think it is in the game. I think the game's just quite good. scary. I think it just <laughs> wakes up in the game. In and um, is in a an underground world or something. But one good thing was at least it did sound like the voiceover from a video game. I hated that. You're watching a film, you're not watching a video
1: game. It sounded like Willem Dafoe, and I love Willem Dafoe, but I did not need this at the start of the film. It it was off to a shitty start straight away. And I I can't, I, I'm struggling to remember. There was a fight scene, and someone got speared, and it looked awful.
2: I don't even know where you were at film. They, they got to Morocco all, or something. Right. And First of all... We get the back story, which is a guy telling a nun that she's got to tell police that kids have gone missing. Oh, Because so there's boring. going to be some kind of psych, psychic, no, some kind of experiment, genetic experiment done on them. Um, and obviously, the, the very first person to approach is a nun, you know, who is doing the work of God.
0: <laughs> so, you know, God and science do things that don't really yeah. mix well. The fact that no one was around, to, he's just like, yeah, you just have to tell them the three kids just went missing all of, all at once together. As if you go, yeah, that's, that's perfectly understandable. What happens all the time?
1: Yeah. The, the acting in this is absolutely terrible. It's absolutely awful. And I love Christian Slater, and I don't know what debt he was paying back to do this film, but. It was awful, and I—the I, only positive I have from the film—I am reaching here, by the way. The only positive I have is that I could have sworn there was a nod to Winona Ryder in there, and he, he does a line where he says something like, "I—I I am strange and unusual," which obviously Winona does in Beetlejuice, and they were together in Heather's. And I'm thinking, is that a little—a little nod to Winona sort of thing? And that's the only positive I got from this film. And it could be made up. I could just be imagining it. I'm done. Let's move on to the next one.
0: No, we've got to talk about Tara Reid. Yeah, we've all all watched these films. Mercer had to sit there and watch Jaws' (laughs) Revenge. Yeah. I also had to sit and watch Alone in the Dark, remember?
2: You're not the only victim here. We're all victims. Tara
1: Reid. Well, you know she's an archaeologist because she's got her hair tied back and she's wearing glasses. Yes.
2: Why is it right that in these films, if they want to show a female as being intelligent, she has a hair tied back and wears glasses. Why that, can't she just like
0: have her and, hair down and then and the, the back
1: minute glasses. she wants to be hot, the glasses the come glasses off? The, and... the
0: best bit is when it comes when it comes back later after the scene with Christian Slater, and she's he needs to then work through the numbers and the information. They don't have her put a hair back up. And put glasses on. As if they, got, as they go, no, she can only be smart when she's got her glasses on. The mo-
1: the moment I saw the table decked up in all the archaeology equipment, I I message Lauren. I'm like, hang on, is this real? Because she's a doc, she's a doctor, um, and I'm like, is this real
2: archaeology equipment? And she says, she's like, no, that's that's a makeup brush. <laughs> <laughs> Um, <laughs> I also noticed, don't know if anyone noticed, but Tara Reid didn't change her clothes for days. Did ago she not? Because she was in the office, and then we had a full like scene that took like a day and a half with Christine Slater. And then we go back to her office, and she's still sat in the exact same outfit, exact same hairstyle, as if they didn't realise that, As if her time froze... While the rest of the world moved on.
1: Well, that makes that upcoming sex scene really disgusting if she hadn't changed or showered at anything.
2: But yeah. she, as soon as she, do you know, like you see her and you go, oh, she's a, well, I thought she was just a curator for a museum. She's not even a curator, she's just an assistant curator, Do you right. know what I mean. Um, but I thought, you know, as soon as I saw her, I was like, oh, yes, this is an intelligent Tara Reid. And then she opened her mouth and <laughs> went, no. <laughs> no, no, no. There's not a single believable line that comes out of her mouth. Like, literally nothing. Did you also know that apparently Eubol has gone on record and said that he completely regrets casting Tara Reid
0: in that film?
1: Hang on, this cannot all be pinned on Tara Reid. No,
0: I don't believe it No,
1: I... she she's actually one of the lesser... Do you think? Bad things about Do this film. Think?
2: Yeah. Oh, I hated everything she did. Mm. No, Does Tara me Reid mean Tara Reid. No, no, because Tara Reid, like, you know, like, when you think of Tara Reid in, like, Urban Legend, like, she's really quite fucking good in it. And then I can't think of another film that Tara been in it. Well, she, <laughs> American she's, Pie. She, she's not the one writing these scripts, though, is she? She's the
0: one she, doing them, though. But she
1: has to. She has to pay the bills somehow. I know I'm not having it all pinned
0: on. No, her. I'm not having it all no. pinned on her because he, the script is awful. It makes. If
1: I were you, Ball, I got I completely regret writing this film. That's what he should have done. He should have took some damn responsibility. I mean,
2: he didn't write it. Whatever he did, he just directed.
1: He it. should have took some responsibility. You were going to say
0: this? I was just saying. No, it is a confusing mess. We have a myriad of locations. We rock through hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of different locations during this film. I have no idea whether the maybe. location scout was on bonus and just went oh, <laughs> or
1: maybe you ball just wanted to do a world tour. But
0: that's the thing it's not like he's in glamorously. He's in like he's in a lab and he's on the street, then he's in a car, then he's on a boat. It's like the fucking spice advert.
2: <laughs> Look at me, I'm an horse. <laughs> yeah. It is pretty bad. I actually did find some positives in this. Go on. Some. So first of all, the CG is not the worst CG I've ever seen. And the monster does kind of look pretty cool when we see it. It is a little bit of like an alien kind of hybrid, but it is taken from the game, so you can't really blame it. I, I think it Chris, does look it does look decent. Chris said that what are they called? x Morphs or something like X-morphs. that.
0: Yeah, X Morphs,
2: like, like Xenomorph. Xenomorph, yeah. They, yeah, so yeah, basically very, just a rip. Yeah. yeah. But they did look okay as far as like, you know films go. I've seen a lot worse. Hey, you know in Joe's the
1: revenge?
2: The shot looks okay. It doesn't. It doesn't. But it no, does it? It looks
1: better than. I
0: it. agree with this. CGI is. I quite like the creature design. I think yeah. they. I think they absolutely nail what they were going for, and, yeah. and the, the later action scenes when they have the SWAT team and the agency, they mm. they can't. They're they're perfectly serviceable. The one at the start with Christian Slater fighting, one of the infected, people looks. Is absolutely awful. Christian Slater gets shot about five times. We have no idea why he's not dying. There was like a jump
1: where I think he went from like a scaffolding into an actual shop or something. And I like, pissed myself
2: because it looked so bad. I actually liked that first fight scene <laughs> <laughs> Because it was so over the top um, that I kind of liked it. Um, something I did like about this one was like the kind of techno soundtrack that it had going off oh. occasionally. It just worked with the film.
1: But it's, again, it's like a video game soundtrack, so... Yeah. It's supposed to be pumped up and get yeah. you
2: going. So it did, for me, that then the, things me- worked. They added a little bit more kind of gravitas. Yeah, but
1: you know what that's like, though? It's like taking a plate of shit and then putting hiding it in whipped cream and then putting chocolate sprinkles on top and going, wow, that looks really nice. But then, you know, you delve into it and it's just a plate of shit. Unless you just eat the top layer well, then you just like the music. Mm. But you said it added to the ambiance. Yeah, but it did for me. I'm just trying to help people. Vote I, for I, I have absolutely no problem in this coming last because I think as a film, it deserves it. Out of all the three we've watched,
2: this is the one that should come last. Can I tell you why I do think it should come last? No, please leave. No, I'm going to tell you. <laughs> okay. Because I have never in my life been as confused as watching a sex scene to seven seconds. <laughs> I know. I mean, and can, it can,
1: I mean, I mean, the, the circumstances are bizarre already because there's like no lead up to it. You know, we, we don't get any sort of idea that Tara Reid's going to be horny and going to go and have a ride on Slayer. Nothing. It just cuts to this scene where she's at his place. And um, what is it with like, American loner dudes having a bed in the middle of the room, never against a wall. That drives me crazy. A bed should be against a wall. Because he needs both
0: sides to be able to escape in case someone breaks up. <gasps> it does don't to be pending. But whatever. The, th- the thing is, it's, it sounds awful, but if you're not, not going to show nudity at that point and have that as a selling point for your film... Then why are you actually including that scene?
1: I know. I mean, in the first not place. Even, there was no need for it anyway. She could have got her baps out, and there'd still be no need for that scene. But when seven seconds started playing, I was like, "Is this a is this a comment on his performance?" <laughs> I never thought of that. What else could it mean? What else would you have a Cherry soundtrack your sex scene? I don't. What,
2: what, I, I'm still flabbergasted (laughs) by that entire scene. That was a a genuine jaw on the floor moment for me. (laughs) It just started, the music started creeping in. I'm like, hang on,
1: is this Nina Cherry? It fucking is Nina Cherry. What the fuck? Yeah, weird, bizarre, so bizarre. No, it's still not a positive for me. Like, it's still not so bad it's good. For
0: me. No, just say it was very much just so bad. It's bad. Mm-hmm. I say it just. I don't see what they were trying to attempt with. It. As I say, I know. I'm not saying it's a positive thing or saying it should be something that's sold. But plenty of films use that to sell. Remember, anyone remember the in the Gillian Anderson? I've
1: heard of
0: it. Is that the
1: one where she's a lesbian in it? It's I can't. I'm... I mean, she's a lesbian in real life, but. <laughs> Obviously. Because
0: it's sold obviously. It was made before the X Files, but Kate got re-released or released afterwards. And the actual, I think, the front cover is just her, and she's about to take a top off. And that's just a shot. That's the shot they use for it. That
1: sounds good. If, if I ever make a sex scene in a film, not that anyone wants to see that, but if I do, then I'm going to pick the weirdest song to do it to, like Fingerbus or something, or Jedward. Jedward. Jedward.
2: That would be an amazing...
1: Or sexy. blue Eiffel 60... Whatever it is... 65... Yeah. Now listen <laughs> up... Here's a day...
2: <laughs> because I got high... Ah, that a cool one... <laughs> <laughs> anyway... We digress... Um, what was I going to say... I was going to say... Oh... We're forgetting... Like... Um, these people that are possessed by the parasites which are embedded um, into their spine yeah that do you know when is it just me did it not look like a gummy bear be like a gummy millie bead millie bead when you pulled it out like i wanted to eat it rather than be scared of it <laughs> like them you used to get in packets yeah you
1: peel the
2: back off yeah yeah i, thought it looked like gummy. I also, didn't want to eat it also they created this kind of oh you've got to sever the you've got to kill that in order to kill the people yeah, when they get attacked by all of them missing people, most of them just get shot in like Ed or whatever and die. I'm like, where? I thought we had to settle the spine. This film, doesn't nowhere where it, it is. It's
0: never clear why they're why they're conco- concocting these genetic experiments, or how there's this additional darkness thing. And I forgot. Oh shit, Stephen Dawson in it. I forgot yeah. Stephen Dawson
1: it. You think he's going to be like real shit at first, uh, but then they end up being friends and. Yeah, they're trying to sort it all out together. Stop them, sort of thing. Dwarf
0: just playing the by the rules stickler, which, as you say, comes across as dickish to begin with. But he sacrifices himself for the greater good, and then I don't know why he sets the bomb off with four seconds yeah, on the yeah. timer. That just seems. If
1: you've got control of that timer, just make it a minute. Yeah. Get yourself out. And look, like, it's not like anything will come in.
2: Like when he went back into that room, like there were nothing chasing him. No, they were just like, hey, you could have just chilled a little bit. Um, I did find that there were far too many characters introduced for no reason, like all them soldiers. Yeah. I, was, I don't know what any of these people are. so only like I've got scenes with just them in. Yeah, there's going to be that, no sympathy. Uh, if they're trying to build sympathy for any of them. That made no sense. No. Also, why or oh why? So I could under- understand why they would maybe take the choice to take um, Christian Slater down with them. But why would you choose to take Tara Reade down just a civilian? Also, did you notice that all of them except for Tara Reade and Christie's Slater, had um, like protection, like vests. I didn't or, actually. I think I've lost it. Yeah, they were just left point. to like walk, like just like chill out in the in the in the human skivvies. Yeah. I don't know what you call skiffies. them. Skivvies? Yeah, what are they called?
0: Sivvies. <laughs>
2: what are skivvies? Pants. <laughs> pants.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Christian Slayer. They're, they're left just wander around in their pants. <laughs> an odd directional choice.
1: I can't even remember how it ended. It ends oh, with the yeah.
0: absolutely laziest setup for a sequel that Which did it happen. It, no, yeah. I, yeah. I, yes, oh, it God, does, sorry. yes, of course it does. But it absolutely evaporates any anyone who did have any goodwill for this film when you have an ending like that. It's like Annoyingly, or in absolutely no shocker way, some has in common with one of the Resident Evil franchise entries, where it has all the zombies coming at the side of the building, and it just ends, and exactly the same thing with this. We have. Them just get tapped. Were you not perplexed
1: beforehand as well? They'd evacuated an,
2: an entire town.
0: Yeah, I mean, because they not any reason. Yeah, because we don't find out any reason why yeah. this has been done.
2: I asked. Mean, that's, that's literally my nuts. Why have we evacuated the city? Like all the aliens. Because no one wants to be in this film. They were all attacking them at that mine, and if we just blown the bottom earth up or whatever uh, and killed them all, then uh, why? Why is it still going on? Why? That's what I was asking about the film. Why is it still going on?
1: Why? Um. To sum up, this was a film that was made. It had people in it. They were paid for being in it. I'm sure everyone would just rather forget it.
0: I hope they were paid well.
1: <laughs> they will have not been. No.
0: Well, wow, that was far more of a discussion. Before you gonna get our and Duck. Especially if they wanted to phone it in after five minutes I and just really give up. Really,
1: no, five minutes, probably two.
0: Right, we're going to move on to something that's actually, I think we can all agree, actually isn't that bad. Be- spoiler alert: Before we get into it, it's actually it's actually a perfectly okay film. It is because everyone's obviously waiting with bated breath. 2008, The Haunting of Molly Hartley. From Mickey Little, and written from... Not, jo-
1: not to be confused with Johnny Alden.
0: Yes, indeed. <laughs> written by John Travis and Rebecca Sonnenshine. So, this... Sunshine. Sunshine. This one. Essentially, we just have a, a girl coming to a new school. She has a, had a traumatic event happen in her past. We find out quite early is the fact that her mother has tried to... Killer and is now in the local nut house. She's coming up to her 18th birthday, and weird culty, witchy, paranormal shiz starts to happen. I say starts to happen. No weird paranormal shit happens at all. There is absolutely no haunting of Molly Hartley in this film.
1: No, a very misleading, very misleading title.
0: This should be called the culty cool of Molly Hartley. Absolutely no haunting. The the, her,
1: the hereditary mental illness of Molly Hartley. That's essentially what it is, isn't it? She's worried. She's nuts. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I got confused at the start because I was I was what <laughs> obviously opened with another girl who is being proposed to, or she's wandering through the forest as well at the start and. It annoyed me immediately because there's signs on the rope that she's following to this house that says "Follow me," as if she's going to do anything else, or one that says "Keep going on it," as if again she's going to do anything else in any way, shape, or form. I was just stunned by the logistics
1: of it that you'd expect a post-it note to stay on a rope when that would <laughs> if that just blown away, what would she've done then?
0: Well, well, yeah, because clearly we know she's not that bright. He's had the right to follow the <laughs> follow the rope and keep going. If those were blown away, she'd still be there. She'd yeah. fucking be running around in circles. <laughs> God knows what I But anyway, so we we end we end the scene with her, da- her dad actually stabbing her through the chest with, after a uh, car crash. At this point, I got confused because I thought it was the same one as Molly. Who plays Molly? So I spent the next 15 minutes wondering why...
1: I had to tell Chris <laughs>
0: Yeah. I spent the next 10 minutes wondering why she had a new dad and that's Not a dad. <laughs> yeah, right so, yeah, I've. For anyone who wonders what my attention span comprehension skills are like,
1: I was still on an incestive vibe at this point after watching Jaws, and um, instantly I thought, "Well, that dad wants his daughter. He didn't," as no. it becomes clear. But the incest was still fresh in my mind. I thought that,
2: car scene were great.
0: It is great. Uh, really
2: I was good. like, yeah, I'm like, wow, like, this is, like, for me, immediately, I'm like, this is in the, like, 50 <coughs> worst films, so as Chris picked two from the 50 worst films, <laughs> and then one from... For the from, best. <laughs> these are all
1: right. Let's, let's just stop a second, shall we?
0: Yeah.
1: And let's not pretend that there were all these other elements of the film that
2: you liked. Let's be real, you only like this film because it's got an recording. Actually, yes, I love the fact that Anneli Mccord's in this film. I think this is one of them that is definitely uses her name as pulling power because yeah. she's on like the cover as well for the film, where she's not really a central character. No, no. she's definitely underused. Um, can I be honest with you? Yes, I
0: kind of loved this film.
2: It was good. It was I really
0: good. enjoyed uh, this yeah. film all the Same. way through. I- I, I, at no point did I sit there go sit there go. I'm really bored. And I want to turn this off. And I'm annoyed that I ended up sitting there and go. I'm annoyed that I got this as a pick. But the end of it, again, I was like, eh, it was it, was it was it was fine. It see, it's not it's not the film that it's sold. It's sold to you through the description no. and the title. Thus, I think out of the three, it's the best one. I enjoyed it at
2: most yeah. out of the three of them. I mean, I do. You know, I might I might actually need to go back and watch it again. Purely on its own merits and not off the back of just watching Joe's Revenge and Alone in the Dark. Uh, because I might have watched, you know, an absolute piece of shit Ew. and still loved it because of what I'd just been through. But I don't think that's the case. I think um, the girl, Hayley Bennett, who plays Molly. Um, because, she's a great actress, Big actor. Big
0: star. Fantastic.
2: Have you seen a Swallow? No. Swallow was brilliant. Well, I think the cast is all pretty kind of cool. Yeah, um, yeah. Hayley Bennett, Jake Weber, who was in um, Dawn of, Dawn the, of Dead. the Dead. I know his name, Chase Crawford, but I don't know what he's from. Um, Jessica Lowndes, who's the first girl, mm-hmm. who's from yeah. Altitude. You didn't mean that, did you? Oh, I love Altitude. Yeah. Um, <sighs> and um, obviously, uh, Annalyn McCord. Mm-hmm. And. You know, let's not, let's not cut no shit here. Alan McCord's not necessarily the best actress, but there's something about when she opens her mouth that you go, I love you.
1: You wouldn't love her if you'd seen her Putin video. I watched it. Did you? Yep. Mm.
2: If I was your mother, oh, I'd love you. Fuck off. I love her, but fuck off. Come on. Have a day off. Anyway, back to this film. And yes, yeah, so I actually that like, that first that opening scene, I was like, "This is pretty good." Like for an opening scene, it sets a tone straight away. Yeah, yeah. I
0: mean that. Be fair, it does that car crash comes out of absolutely? Or when they crash and then that van comes out of absolutely nowhere and plows into it. it really, it's. It's got a decent budget behind it to be able to actually do a real. It's obviously it's not done on CGI. It's actually proper stunt work. So.
2: Yeah. It's really cool. So this is where I'm confused because like you mm-hmm. said
0: there's no haunting in it at all. But no. Molly does hear like a ghostly I'm, voice I'm,
2: talking to us. I'm not calling that I'm not calling that a haunting. No. So okay. I think that's... it's
1: I think it's there to throw you off what the ultimate twist is at the end.
0: And, and this, that's what that and the whole and the whole bit with the mother obviously them saying her mum was mentally ill and then her looking into it. So it's the, it's there to make you go, oh, maybe she's mentally ill. It's not there to go, oh, she's being haunted. Yeah.
2: See, but Jessica Lowndes also heard ghostly voices when she was in the woods. I kind of took it as like like devils or something. And yeah. For me, that's when I actually, I did go, oh, no, I don't like this. Like, I hated that ghost voice. I was like, why Why are you doing this? Like, why? I don't need it. I'd rather have something a little bit more like subtle. Why?
0: Yeah. Why are they never. Why do they never have complete clarity and they can't enunciate? Why is a ghost voice always. rather than. Molly! Molly! Yeah. <laughs> I'm <laughs> a hunting you, Molly!
1: Uh, the run that Molly does when
0: she's <laughs> <up>. <laughs> Right. It's. is something that will just will bug me until my dying day with, with films. Because I know I just, when, they sh- when they shoot people running, you can't shoot at how people actually run because it doesn't look realistic. <laughs> but what we end up with, people just flouncing away. And
1: slailing. Slailing. As she does that run. She spends a lot of time on the floor as well. She's always like
2: on the floor doing something. She's a teenager at school. Teenagers don't just lay on the floor all they the time. Do. All teenagers apparently go going to toilets and just sit on a toilet floor without a care in the world. Ugh. It's piss on that floor, man. Yeah, if you're in men's toilets.
0: If you in corporation, it's on the fucking dance floor.
1: <laughs> that I'll never forgive Mercer for that leaving me in corporation, I had to go and find you and I thought you were in the men- men's toilets. So I went in with flip-flops on.
2: <laughs> it's like a swimming pool of
1: the toilets. I know. A swimming pool of piss. I know. <laughs> My feet were exposed to the piss. <laughs> Thanks for that. Thanks for running off. I'm going to demonstrate his Cheers. Anyway,
2: back to Molly Hartler. Uh-huh. Um, ghost Ghostface didn't like it. Yep. No. No. Also, I didn't like they do um, a jump scare, like a ghost, uh, like a. a,
0: with a, p- like a pigeon. Bird. Yeah, with, yeah, with the which is just walking along, it just suddenly crop. No, oh this, no, the, they the one in
2: the mirror. It's like a oh, bird okay. face or
0: something. I don't know what the relevance is, but I, they, I said they do a couple of jump scares, which are perfectly effectively done. But if that's the scariest thing you can conjure up. Were your horror film the, then?
1: The thing is, with the other two, it was fun and easy to slice them off. But I don't feel like I can slice this one off because I really
2: did genuinely enjoy I it. I wouldn't slice this one off, mm. I didn't slice any of them off. <laughs> um, what would have been great is if they'd have cast Tara Reid in this film uh, as um, the gothy, as uh, the Christian girl.
0: She's really, she's, she's really, really good. good. I love
2: yeah. All. I love great. everything about it. I got kind of like, not physically, but like a character. I got like kind of like a, a May or a Carrie kind of vibe. Yeah. Off, like the kind of girl who's so desperate to be accepted by something or anything. And religion's like the only thing that seems to have worked yeah. for her. Uh, and then obviously she's a grandma, or we learn, or a mum, I'm not sure which, grandma mm. is... Um, also very religious because yeah. she's the one who works at the mental hospital. I do find it bizarre that you know he wants to start like the dad's like you know your mum's in a mental hospital. We're going to start a new life and move to the town next to yeah. Yeah. To be fair, can
1: you just up and move cross country? That's, it's a,
0: cost a lot. that's what they say. That's say they go. That's the point because it, it is they. We find out when they say, "Oh, it's just outside town," but you just say the line. He goes. Oh, we move. We move town to get a fresh start. It's like how fresh start do you get by moving closer to it? Yeah,
2: yeah. Like you want to move as far away from the person who stabbed your daughter in the chest as possible. But then he also justifies it. He's like, she's still my wife when he goes to see her. It's like she's your daughter. Yeah, he yeah. stabbed her in the chest. <laughs> well, in advance of her. 18th birthday though. Well in advance. It was like months in advance.
1: Maybe she was trying to save her prior to anything happening. She's trying to kill her before she got took off.
0: Maybe she just organised. Maybe, like, yeah. The dad like, well, might
2: as well get this an ill.
0: The dad clearly just left at the last minute and gone, Oh fuck, I've gotta kill her. Where she was clearly months ahead, prep, done.
2: Yeah. And the re- but her dad's like doesn't believe in this kind of cultist shit anyway, does it? Um, and he does think that she's probably schizophrenic, like her mother.
0: It's all right though, because she's got we put it down to a tumour that she just pops in hospital and has removed the next the next morning.
2: She does, but don't you think that like surgery scene were a bit icker? Like when they were shoving thing up her nose. That hospital she, that hospital she woke up in was not a hospital. That
1: was somebody's bed. That was someone's room. That was an office room because it had a fricking it had a border at the top like a flowery border. It w- it was not a hospital.
2: It was definitely a hospital. It wasn't. Definitely no. a hospital. No. You don't know what their village hospital Just was just like, like the
1: therapy session was somebody's room. Does she have a therapy session? Yeah, i am still. I mixing this up with another film? I'm mixing it up with that horrible film we watched. No,
0: she does. She goes to no, yeah, so the There's an the other the other one the other one we watched does have a scene where there is a is a scene with council. It does look like someone's just, living, empty an office. just some yeah. Someone's uh, they've not used a the set. They've just found whatever spare room they could actually put people in. Yeah. Anyway,
2: back to Molly. Back
0: to Molly. Back to Molly. I say I don't. The problem problem with the courty stuff is it just. Not that it makes it kind of comes out no. It kind of comes out of nowhere. That's what you want though. No, you I want to at least have. You can't just you can't just have a film and have a sudden bit at the end where you go. Oh, actually, it's a cult, and go. Oh, that's fine because all that says is, well, you've not is, you've is, not written really your script well enough to have at least have people have an idea where you're going with the film.
1: But it's not just a cult; it's a demonic cult. So it, it's obviously like a possession sort of thing because it the possessor,
0: don't they? Yeah, but the problem. I'll say the problem is. It's just you have no idea where, you have no idea how they got there. If they if we did kill list and you get to the end of that and you go and you go okay, it's cool. And you go okay, you can see that because all the people win, they kind of call cool. it. If you've got to the end of kill list and they gone, it's aliens. You've gone, what well, the fuck has this happened?
1: I love passing. Stuff. Yeah, I know,
0: but that's obviously that's, they're using a the real they're using a the real life event and do some stupid, and and you get to that and you watch that and you go, well, this is fucking ridiculous. Mm-hmm. And you do the same with kill list, and he went and went, oh, it's aliens. Yeah,
2: but you do the same kill list because they do have all that weird stuff going on. Whereas uh, this one, like you said, it, I kind of liked the fact that it was a cult and I wasn't really aware it was a cult yeah. um, because they wanted to almost maintain like a sense of normality for her so that she didn't know it was a cult mm. until it was too late to get out of it, um, in my mind. I think, personally, for me it worked well. If they'd have highlighted it was a cult through art, if I'd have been able to pick out that it were a cult, I'd have been less happy.
1: It'd have been a bit Would average.
2: It... Yeah, because I'd you... have been like, yeah. well I know what's happening, so let's just get on with it. Yeah. Whereas I genuinely thought she was I thought it was gonna be a possession film, um, all the way through. Mm-hmm. So I was waiting for her to get possessed. Yeah. And I thought at some point it's like she was getting possessed, like with the nosebleeds and stuff. I yeah. Thought, oh she's she's gonna go and we're gonna have this. On the um the scene, the part, uh, when Anna Lynn's, like, coming up and being all, like, in her face and she goes to it up and she just grabs her arm and, like, breaks her arm. That is great arm. when she breaks her arm. Such a good scene. But she almost talks like she's getting possessed, yeah. like a demon. Yeah. So that's what I thought we were going for. So when it became a cult, I was like, oh, yeah. you tripped me, you cheeky
0: cheeky film. In, the, in that case, though, then it makes, like, a sudden per, personality shift when she goes and breaks Alan McCormick's arm makes no sense whatsoever.
2: Because I think she probably does have a mental illness. <laughs> In fact, like, none of this happened. <laughs> what, did, what I did get confused with is the best... Because the, we have the um, Christian girl. Um, is it Alexa?
0: Alexis. Alexis.
2: Who is fantastic, who then like, tries to kill her. And that's pretty cool. I, I actually thought the twist was going to be that she... Was involved in whatever was going on, right? Um, and then it turns out she weren't. Yeah. Um. But Leah, the friend, the one that she makes friends with, the one all goes to the therapy. The goth- I want to say gothy, but it's not yeah, gothy.
1: She's quite
0: alter- No, not alter- even alternative. Like, she's kind of a she's individual,
2: individual, yeah. but like in where she lives. Because yeah. if we put her in any other kind of place in the world, she just looks like everybody else. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, she wears ripped tights. Woo! Ripped tights and dark eyeliner. I am a fucking wild child. But um she was she involved or not? Because when she goes when Molly disappears after um killing her mother and attacking her father, mm. um Leah goes around and she's like, I've got Molly a birthday present and he's like, well, do you know where she is? And then the next time we see him, he's getting dragged in to the house. Yeah, I
0: don't but think I don't think she is involved because at the end we only see we only see the boy for all the per, possible boyfriend, and then we only, and we see the, the
2: therapist. Yeah, but I just get yeah, the I, counselor. I, I, yeah, that confused me though because that girl is was going to counseling directly after Mother every yeah. episode and then made friends with her. Which made me like at the end go, oh, is that like was
0: that part of the plan? I Maybe. Mean, I, I, like, well, I think they just, I think they just wanted, got... they need, or oh, no, no, I think they just needed someone for her to interact with. They needed a re- they needed to sketch out as a fully dimensional character because obviously she has, she has that bust up with her at the party. I she's like, I'm ready to go home, and she's like, Oh, I'm not. So I think they they may have worried that Molly would be sketched a little too thin, and this would Relationship to round her out a bit. Hmm.
2: But yeah, no, I thought I thought I did think it was quite good. I loved when she was given the choice and that woman's like, kill your dad. And she stabs herself. Uh repeatedly. Mm. And she's just like, Oh, I'm not dying. Yeah.
0: Too late. Mr. Cut Mr. Cut off. That no, end, that ending though. You tell me you don't love you can't love that ending. Mm-hmm
2: i kind of, so. Mm, I like the fact that they've gone. Fuck it, we're going to do what it as possessed. But it felt too like preppy, kind of like, you know, like popular girl at school. Moment. It felt very cool it's, intentions. I
0: thought
2: something off. It's
0: weird because they very much like it's kind of like ominous when they're gone. Okay, she's clearly going to rule. The they they've not come up blood and... Everything blood and thunder. I didn't say rhinestone. That's not, they come with rhinestone, brimstone, brimstone, brimstone. brimstone. brim, blood, fire, brimstone. It's clearly a case of, oh, she's been put in a position where she'll clearly rule, rule the world and and control it. But so, I say, rather than just cut through four, four, four. In the same way with um, Al Pacino when he plays the devil, when he plays the devil. In Keanu, Ree- Keanu Reeves the name Advocate. Devil's Advocate, and it's just a case of the death. You don't need the devil as this ridiculously over the top character. He's just this really slick, yeah. But her mm. pulling the strings.
2: I just, well, yeah, I guess like the like power move for her was making a valedictorian. It's like, oh, she's valedictorian. Like, oh, that's really key. Whereas they could have done something probably a bit better, like, like actually add a like,
0: as a president. I think it would be, a little, yeah. bit, I'll be a, bit, a little bit too much of a jump down and just send out.
2: 30 years later. Yeah. 30, yeah. I rule this goddamn world. Yeah, she could have been, like, a peace corps ambassador. Or she could have, like, just been, like, an actual demon. Yeah. Well... I like, just stood there, breathing fire. You, can, you can't have it both ways. Anyway,
0: I still thought, out of all three films, that was the best. And actually, yeah. I, quite, I quite enjoyed it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, there you go. I'll some of the Molly Harley with that. You know what? Vote for it. It was all right. It was better than the other two. <laughs> no one's arguing. No, no. No, there you go. See, that was fairly painless.
1: It just reminded me that I watched it. And to be honest with you, I'm probably going to need some chocolate now. Or a drink.
0: No chocolate. No. It's you know right. what, we we got through it together. That's the important thing, people. Did we get
1: through it together?
0: We got through it all together. Did we get
1: through Jaws together?
0: No, one of us fell asleep and didn't bother did rewatching the end of Jaws. <clears throat> Don't look at me, I watched it all. It Went me. It was about ten minutes. You literally missed nothing. I thought that that's why I didn't feel the like need to go back and rewatch <clears throat> rewatch the end of it. So, before we do go and wrap things up, 100 episodes in, 100 episodes down, not out.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Plenty more to come if we can somehow eke out different different genre types. Look forward to seeing the best of January 1981 as an episode when it comes out at some point in the future. I have three choices. Three choices. But, anyone want to come forward with their highlights from our 100-episode run so far? Anything you're particularly proud of? You go, yeah, I'm really happy with that.
1: I'm glad Midsummer won. No, I joke. Um, There's been a lot. I think there's been a lot of collective highlights that we've had. Um, I think having, as we said before, Tom on, and your guy, Andy Mitten, our guy, Andy Mitten,
0: yeah, it has been great the people we've been able to speak to and have come on the show. So it's just been fun doing it. Mercer, anything you'd like the posture or lay claim to as your favourite? It could be your favourite moment. did you have to be something you're proud of? If you just anything that you want to take away from this and say, Yeah, that was great. Um,
2: I mean it's good to know how much everybody really appreciates my film. <laughs> um, you know, all other people have listened out there. you all really, really lovely towards me. Uh, no, I've um, I think there's been a lot of highlights. I've I've really enjoyed, kind of, learning a bit more about ourselves. I've like how grew our journey.
0: Mm-hmm. I know that
2: sounds so cheesy, but like, do you know, like, if you listen to our very first episode versus listening to us now, um, we've kind of you can tell we've like grown and developed a bit. Face stopped using her um, I'm at work telephone voice. Uh, oh, I
1: have, yeah. I've got <laughs> Yorkshire.
2: I've got Yorkshire. Uh, but no, I had a really good time. And um, I'm just looking for it now. I did get a random message off someone once just saying, they just literally sent me a message quoting something that I said on the show, which I really loved, which was um, I think it's um, I only understand money and sex. I don't remember saying it, but apparently I did, and actually it's true. They are the only things I understand. And we
1: should say as well, it has been a highlight doing the Soho lives. They've been a lot of fun when we've done. Yeah, them.
0: the live shows, petrifying the first one that we did, but um, great. And um, thank you very much for Mitch for being mm-hmm. as kind as a hostess. So as I say, we should put. We've had loads of guests. We probably should run through. Just quickly, so Ryan Kruger, Tom Bocci, Andy Byrne, Mitch Harrod from Soho Horror Festival. Mitch Bain. Mitch Bain from the sadly, sadly missed strong language and violence scenes. Hopefully it comes mm-hmm, back at yes. some point. Cy Calville, my erstwhile co-host from Select MatchPod, who came and joined us to help with armed response. I'm sorry, Cy. I'm sorry, Jack. Jacked <laughs> you, you sorry, on for that is. one. But thank you for everyone who's listened as well, because to be fair, the difference between <laughs> starting and where we are now, and the fact that we probably we have listeners from around a list of countries you would not expect our people from. I think when we listen when you look at you got countries like Jordan and India and Taiwan and Korea, <laughs> you know. Who who who's who is sitting there in South Korea going, you know what, I really want to listen to three people in Yorkshire bicker about their
2: favourite horror movies? And they're probably I literally going, I cannot like even like cannot understand anything that some of these people or these people are <laughs> saying because I, I, I you know, I'm um seems well, mine especially seems a bit amplified when it's recorded.
0: In the real world, I don't sound like this at all. You sound quite... You've got
2: Middle England kind yeah. of accent. <laughs> all. I'm
1: Scottish when we stop recording. I really am.
0: I think we're all Scottish when we stop recording. are we all just a little bit Scottish? No, no, we're not.
1: No, just me, you're
2: racist.
0: <laughs> you're not Scottish. <laughs> I'm not Scottish. No, you're not scottish what
2: the hell is that scottish scottish sorry Sorry,
0: scotland (laughs) we'll apologize on their entire nation on versus behalf. but yeah everyone thank you very much for joining us and listening to through a hundred episodes of the podcast hopefully plenty more still to come as we say we will put out the poll for best worst horror movie as normal Please vote, let us know why you picked yours. the Revenge. Because <laughs> I do feel that there is a, every chance that that is going to be the, uh, yeah. the winner. But please do pick and let us know how you voted and why. You can follow us, as always, on Facebook. We are I Spit On Your Grades. On Instagram and Twitter, you can find us at Spit Grades. And should you need to email us, you can always do so at electricpossums at gmail.com. And please don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe. Because every little bit helps. Tell your friends. Tell one. that. If you're in South Korea, if you can get a message into North Korea and let them know that we're doing a podcast, because <laughs> that, that's that's the priority
1: at the moment. Surely that's
0: sure. what we're that's what we're looking for. Yeah. We we're, we're building borders. I think there could be a Nobel oh. Peace. There could we be a Nobel piece. Be Peace. We
2: borders. borders. We want to break borders. <laughs> We want to build bridges. Sorry,
0: we're building bridges. I am all over the shop with my analogies. We want to build bridges and destroy borders. Quite right. Yeah,
1: one 4% like Copperberg. That's it. I know,
0: just completely gone. But, yeah, I see a Nobel Peace Prize in our future at some point. That'll be great. It'll be worth worth it then. If we don't get that, then this whole enterprise has been doomed from the start. What the hell have we been doing this for? Anyway. Thanks for joining us, Mercer. Say goodbye. Bye. Bye. Ta-ra. Toodlepip.